and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 209 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I'm Nixie. And I'm Grace. And I like that I was waiting for you to start the record, <laughs> even though that's my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, we're not allowed to take a week off. Which, yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I'm like, why am I I'm here? just like waiting. I'm like, what I'm going to wait to start talking until <laughs> yeah. there's a reason for me to uh, Today, like, I need a reason to talk. We are going over SG-1, yes. Season 9, uh-huh. Episode 9, yes. Prototype, a.k.a. 9, <laughs> Woo! a.k.a. Son of Anubis Man, a.k.a. Can You Hear the Lamb Screaming, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> because there's a very Hannibal Lecter feel 100%. to interactions. <laughs> so mine was, uh, I have two of them. Okay. Mine is a.k.a. Son of Sam Nubis. <laughs> I like that better. And aka evil vinyl, evil villain monologuing. <laughs> yeah. Just not as roll off the tongue. I like it. I, I, I'm proud of you for trying. I tried. That's how we do. That was a last minute addition. <laughs> My main one was Son of Sam Nubis. I was kind of proud I, of I that like one. that we both did a Son of Anubis we did. take on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> so if you hear, just to let everyone listening to this podcast know, we have a live studio audience today. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. If you hear background vocals... It is not Kaylee this time. Although it's probably still Believe Kaylee. it or not, she has not learned um, the common language. She has not learned the common American folk. <laughs> she, <has not> learned- <laughs> she, she still speaks in dog. She does speak deep speech. She does. <laughs> yeah. And infernal. And infernal. I mean, infernal is her first language. Yeah. Actually, I think Infernal is what my dogs speak when they're play fighting. Probably. Like the weird guttural yeah. growling sounds uh-huh. that they make. 100% Infernal. It's definitely Infernal. Orcish. <laughs> um, any pop culture items oh. over these last couple weeks? What have I done in the last two weeks? Well, besides homework. You've just done homework. Just a lot of homework. Um, <laughs> a lot of read. Yeah. Does uh, communications and organizational behavior count as pop culture? Probably not, Probably right? Probably not. No, okay. no. Um, <laughs> I have yet to see Picard. People keep asking me. Oh. Um, I have seen the first couple episodes of this season of Outlander. Oh, I didn't realize that was still on the air. Yeah, season four. Wowza. Yeah. Oh, oh, um, The Last of Us has announced a yes. TV series. Yes. And I don't know how I feel about it. Because it has been, I think, confirmed that it's about Ellie and... Uh, I don't know what his name is. Ellie and Joel. Thank Sorry, you. I was like, uh... Ellie and... Uh, yeah, Ellie and Joel. Um, I understand they can't cast Ashley Johnson. I still, in my soul, want to see Ashley Johnson. It's too soon. It's I, I'm more concerned about how soon it is. Like, it's... The game isn't even com- done yet. Uh, I mean, by well, the time it comes out, it will one, be. Though. Yeah, I know. But I want the story to complete before they move it to a different medium. Also, I'm a little salty because I'd really rather see the Uncharted series. I know you do. The young Nathan Drake. I mean, Um, as long as we can have Claudia Black. I mean, I don't know how we would. And that can be Laura Bailey, too. You know, just cast critical... I just want critical critical role people on TV. Uh, No, no. um, Is that a bad thing? I... I mean, no. It's just very on brand for you to yeah. want all of the same thing all at once listen critical role's also coming out of the game of munchkin how fast do you think i'm gonna buy oh, that ha- version of munchkin yeah you know uh, d- diversity is a spice of life nixie i don't know if anyone's known as when i you when i find things. something i latch on to that thing like there is like no hope or survival without you, you it you dig into that pint of ice cream and pull out all of the caramel swirl uh-huh, and uh-huh. leave the vanilla in there yeah it yeah. is not for you you are solely here for the good stuff <laughs> exactly that is how you approach life and exactly. i'm here for it i appreciate it all righty are we ready uh, let's let's ready? get into it let's september get september 16th 2005 wowza uh written by alan in mexican independence Paul. day 
There you go. <laughs> this has nothing to no, do with that. Absolutely nothing to do with any of it. <laughs> uh, and directed by Mr. Peter DeLuise. Um, our big guest star this episode uh-huh. uh, is Neil Jackson. Okay, this is Son of Anubis Man? This is the Son of Anubis Man. Okay. Uh, who I didn't realize how many things I've seen him in until I looked it up. I've seen his face a lot. So, you know we are big How I Met Your Mother fans in this household. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is in an episode, I think season three, that I've seen many, many times where Robin has a new no-shave policy to make sure she doesn't sleep with guys on the first date. Okay. And goes out and meets Neil Jackson, who's a hot British surgeon. I mean, he is a hot British person. So clearly she has to try to shave her legs with butter in the restroom. <laughs> How? <laughs> uh, ends up with a mild concussion. Yeah. Well, uh, he was also in the gymnastics coach in Make It or Break It, which I have never is seen a that. show that I watched back when I was living on my own. <laughs> <laughs> so what have I seen him in then? Uh, Welcome to Marvel. Oh, Marwin. 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 Yeah. He was in that. He was the evil ex-boyfriend. He was in Quantum of Solace. Uh, okay. Got his ass beat by Bond. Got it. He was in Push, Upstairs, Downstairs, at Westworld. Hmm. He's apparently also was a competitive boxer. Jeez. Uh, and besides Neil, it is always nice to see Robert Picardo back and everything. Yay. Um, yeah, he's got, Neil Jackson's got a face where it's like, he doesn't look like Daniel, but he doesn't look like Cam, but yeah. he doesn't look like, but he also looks like, like all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll buy it. He has one of those just like classically handsome faces. That's fair. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the best way to approach it. Oh wait, one more pop culture oh, thing. I oh. finally finished. Huh? I finally finished the the my favorite murder book. Yay! <laughs> That's all. Okay, I'm done. Oh, and my random pop culture uh yes, I'm 100% watching all the new episodes of Clone Wars animated oh, series. Oh, right. That's a thing. But I can't tell you anything about that because Grace hasn't seen them yet. That's my life. I live under a rock. No, you live called under college. a mountain of homework. <laughs> yeah, I live but under live a mountain under- called homework. So we start the episode with Sam just creepily waiting by the elevator door yeah, for sure. Landry. Mm-hmm. She's, she, you know, she's the kid that shows up to class early waiting for the teacher. Stop looking at me. <laughs> and the teacher's like, bro. I feel seen. What? <laughs> As the older I get to and the more I deal with college professors versus like, you know, younger teachers, they're running to class as hard as we are. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. One of my professors is constantly like finishing her dinner <laughs> as she gets, she's like, I'm so sorry. I ate too fast and I'm burping as I talk to you. <laughs> We're like, it's fine. We're all eating in your class as you talk to us. <laughs> so Sam has a report from the Tok'ra that they've either detected a black hole or an aura incursion. <laughs> you know no big deal and quickly landry gives her the go-ahead to take sg5 a science team yeah i and like that she senses a disturbance in the in force the wormhole. <laughs> it's like guys we couldn't think of a slightly different word sometime, we're all gonna go there yep sometime later there's an unscheduled off-world activation and it's sam and sg5 coming down the ramp pretty sure there is a glitch mm-hmm. they were uh on the wrong planet Hmm. Like she checked the star charts, not even yeah, not even close to the right. She planet. seems very unnerved by this. I would be too. Sure, that's fair. Walter immediately starts a gate diagnostic because if that's a gate malfunction, you know that's the gate's sick. Maybe the gate has has the flu. Real fucking bad. Yeah, I do love how immediately he's like, "This isn't my fault." <laughs> There must be something wrong here. <laughs> Landry has Walter tell all the off-world teams to use the Alpha site, and here's the thing. If the gate is dialing the wrong planet, how is he going to call the SG teams who are off-planet? Interesting. You know, through their communicators. <laughs> They all have... Long range radios. Just, just yeah. yeah, the long range radios. Just Thank saying. you. From the Vena Gallery. Oh, and They're all... very long range radios. Ham radios. Yeah. It's a CB. It's, it's a really CBs. powerful CB. The, the antenna is basically the moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and all gate world activities now shut down. Credits. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. 
So, you know, with a number system that gives planets and moons and my ability to confuse and not remember numbers, Mm -hmm. a job at the SGC is basically out of the realm for me, I'm pretty sure. No, you could definitely have a job at the SGC. If I have something that immediately... Here's what I'm saying is, name them like a friend's episode style, like the one at the security code. Here's, Here's where your job is. They've got some beautiful interfaces the one with the all the things trees. that they make. I need no. I they need, need someone making those. They need to upgrade their interfaces. They do. Clearly, they yeah. need to hire me to do those pie charts. Some gooey for are them. laughable. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Done. That's my new job. Mm-hmm. So when we come back. Sam and Walter are looking at the gate diagnostics, and Daniel just runs up, uh, which works well because mm-hmm. now Sam and Walter can explain to him and us what's going on. Yeah. So far, everything is normal. Except for, you know, being 12,000 light years off course. Yeah, everything's broken, but that's fine. Everything's normal except for that. Eventually, Mm -hmm. they see these spikes in the chart, which, you know, wasn't there before. Sure. Uh, Walter's like, not my fault. Daniel thought it was always our fault. (laughs) Well, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. They probably did something to piss off the Stargate, and now it's spiking. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Yep. They, somebody fed it hot Cheetos. It was probably me. <laughs> just there's like a wormhole, and you're just taking hot Cheetos. It's and like, just like, look at look, look how look how satisfying this is. <laughs> it's like a wood chipper. <laughs> hot Cheetos. So they, actually, I wouldn't waste good hot Cheetos. You wouldn't. Way. You wouldn't. You'd because I Cheetos. am a wood chipper for hot That's Cheetos. That's why the star gets mad. You fed it regular Cheetos and not hot. Yeah, Cheetos. nobody needs regular Cheetos. I like you need your cheetos. mouth to be on fire and your stomach and intestines favorite. to hate you on the way out. So they found a few. We're having hot Cheetos at the wedding. <laughs> I would expect. I'm expecting like your cake to be dusted with hot Cheeto dust. No, I already did say that we're having a snack table. And everything is dusted with hot Cheeto. Dust. Only some things <laughs> like glitter. <laughs> so, it gets everywhere. Hot Cheeto dust, if you will. <laughs> you're like you're you're gonna have someone instead of a flower girl is gonna have someone like. Burying hot Cheeto yeah. dust everywhere. And just uh, making people... So it blows in the just, wind. Like the, just basically pepper spraying eyes. everybody. Yep. <laughs> just for the sake of my joy. Yeah. 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 That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. No, we've already decided that this is going to be a horror movie. So let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the Eliza Schlesinger. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. It's, it's a midsummer theme. Yep. <laughs> so they found these bumps back to the... Oh, right, we're talking about Stargate. They're exactly eight and a half seconds apart. Mm -hmm. And at least to Sam, that explains everything. (laughs) Sure. Her and Daniel are great at jumping to the right conclusions. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Never the wrong... No, the episodes where they jump to the wrong conclusions aren't episodes. Right. We only it's show. Like we don't. We've. We've. We tell the history of Stargate. Exactly. You know, at the end of the day, when we pull out on that last shot of the very last yep. episode, the story is completely told by Daniel and Sam. Hundred percent. Because they are always right. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so and then everyone's inside a slow globe. Explain everything <laughs> in the briefing room. It's a defense mechanism. The gate keeps asking for a password, and if the gate doesn't get the right password, <laughs> you're not allowed into the party. Yeah. It's got a really annoying firewall. Yes. <laughs> and then if it doesn't get the right password, it just dials some other planet and spits you out there instead. Or as Cam calls it, interstellar call forwarding. Sure. <laughs> I like firewall, but whatever, Cam. <laughs> You're on the show, I guess you know better. So the MELP was lit through because Sam just assumes it can tell organic from inorganic material. Again, jumping to the right conclusion. That's the AKA, jumping to the right conclusions. <laughs> Doing and, uh, and that level of security makes Sam want to know what could be there all the more. Mm, yeah, well, yeah. So it's going to take Prometheus two weeks to get there. While Sam, Teal- like you, likes to dig that little caramel vein I in the pint of ice cream. What's in I need thing. all of it. If there's a puzzle. I want to know what's in the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. Don't give me a box and just like, yeah. here's a box. I'm yeah, gonna don't open, open it. Yeah. <laughs> here's a box that you can't open. Schrodinger's box. Um, Teal offers to talk to the High Council for ship and Landry's like, ah. <laughs> maybe can, don't. Can we? Can we not? Can we just? I like how how Landry goes. Basically goes, no offense, but yeah. offense. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Landry asks Sam if she can crack the password. Hey, 
You can certainly try. <laughs> I had to, guys. I of had course, to. Of course. I had to. Um, you know, they... I, I have to give a moment. I feel like every time Melpy comes up... Yes. I have to give a moment for us to appreciate Melpy and how underrated he is. Melpy is very underrated. Let's take a moment for some Melpy appreciation. He's always the first guy through the door. <laughs> I was hoping for something a little more heroic. I need a hero. Oh, yeah, there you go. Hold enough for a hero, hero to the, the end, end of the night. night. And he's got to be small. And he's got to be robotic. <laughs> and he's got to be willing to go through the gate first. <laughs> I need a hero. <laughs> That's Melpy's jam. That is. <laughs> so it turns out it takes Sam no time at all to break the giant password. In the next scene, they're already texting a program that she wrote. And sure. there's some bacteria and a container. Because among all the other things, she also writes code. Oh, 100% Sam writes <laughs> Just code. Just for fun. That's just, like her equivalent of doing the crossword puzzle yeah. on the weekends. She just 100% writes code. 100% she writes code. <laughs> uh, multiple, multiple types of code, I'm sure, too. I need a Melby. Sorry. That's well, there's bacteria in this Melby to trigger the password hold. Right. And while they get lucky in cracking this, mm-hmm. that the code was looking for numbers. I mean, it could have been like looking for runes or something sure. that... In a language Sounds, that we don't know about. It could have been looking for, like, yeah. certain clicks. Just needed numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, she cracks the code quickly. Everything is numbers, though. It is. The entire world is but numbers. But still, we needed an episode, so we're going to crack the code early, because there's a lot of episodes still to go. Fair. We haven't even gotten to the guest stars. Nope. <laughs> and when, we, when we, they, they get there, they look back, and there's first Melby. Yay. It worked. SG-1's already geared up. So do you think through... those Melpies were friends, or do you think these are not Melpy friends? I think all Melpies are friends. Okay. I don't think Melpies have enemies. Uh, it's not like you. Like, not enemies, but like the guy that, like the Dwight to their gym on The Office, if you will. Like, they I love each other, but I've don't. Never, seen the never no. talk to me like that again. I... <laughs> I've seen the British Office. Yeah. I think they're like Wally. Okay, I love it's that. It's just two different Wallies. Oh God, Melby can only get cuter. I know. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. SG one's already geared up, so they head through the gate because you know it's open. Mm-hmm. Uh, SG 5s going to set up gravity sensors so they can, and apparently they can't see the black hole until night falls. Just gonna well, leave sure, because it has to be night to see there. black. I, I don't know. Cam checks in with Landry while Sam. They goes have to, to make charge sure. up their black hole vision. Glasses uh-huh. and it takes eight hours. Uh-huh. Okay, that's all. So Sam goes to make sure they can, like, you know, dial home. Mm-hmm. And Tilk and Daniel go look around. And Sam quickly finds that what she assumes is the virtual bouncer, which looks like a spiderweb crystal. Oh, cool. She doesn't want to touch it till she figures out more about it. But Good plus thing Ken's is... not there, Mr. Touchy, everything all the time. <laughs> this is what I'm learning. Um, it's not going to affect outbound dialing, so they can get out no problem. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to keep people in, just not let them here in the first place. Sure. And somehow SG-5 already has sensors set up, like, 30 seconds later. <laughs> so Sam heads to see those, and Cam heads to the boys, who apparently found something cool. And that something cool is a rings platform that's just lying around. It's, like, sort of buried a little bit, kind of like it was got thrown into my backyard. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, there's something under here, under the layers of dirt <laughs> that have not been groomed. <laughs> Underground, it's dark and dusty and sciencey and and and... Hang on a minute. Yeah. We just jumped into this ring uh-huh. and said, where does it go? I don't know. Let's get in it. That's because of SG-1. Yeah. It could have easily just taken you to death. Yeah, but that's SG-1. Yeah. How are you supposed to know until you go? Just, yeah, there's only Schrodinger's rings. Schrodinger's rings. <laughs> I love it. So, Teal recognizes Nearty's DNA manipulation device. Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember that one. He remembers that episode. <laughs> yeah, the ghoul there. tried creating an advanced host, ended up with a bunch of freaks who turned on her. A cool file. I mean, I wouldn't call them freaks, Cam, but I mean, just saying. <laughs> Daniel turns on the hologram DNA, and how much do you wish that, that was Mr. DNA from Jurassic Park? Oh my gosh. Now I do. Because that's the, immediately the only thought. I'm Mr. DNA! Hello. <laughs> it's my favorite. 
Um, and while he's doing that, Cam finds some guy in the stasis chamber. So naturally, before Touching Daniel the can buttons. stop him, Cam starts pressing buttons. Yep, that's what we do here. And I love Daniel's like, hey, new guy. <laughs> no. No touchy all the buttons. It's like, you touch the hologram. He's like, I read ancients. <laughs> I mean, if I see everyone else touching all the things, Sam's grabbing the crystals. Daniel's just reading ancient with his fingers, apparently, <laughs> like Braille, and jumping into <laughs> rings. I'm going to touch buttons, too. And you're probably going to get yelled at by and the rest of us who wonder what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Fall into a trap. So while they're going on to each other, the guy defrosts, and Daniel catches him, and he falls to the ground. There's a faint <laughs> pulse. Yeah. He starts to convulse, hmm. and... Cam radios to Sam to radio for a med team, and I'm like, Cam, maybe at least say the rest of her team and friends are okay. Yeah, a little bit, anything. And don't just go like, hey, we need a med team. Stat. Because she doesn't know there's another person with you, so uh -huh. she's probably going to assume it's... Yeah, one of you is not One of well. her team. Mm -hmm. um, well, again, Sam's Cam's not here to think. No. Yeah, that's what he brought Daniel to for. This is true. <laughs> He's, He's here, here to action. touchy buttons. He's here for action. Yeah. Back at the and let's, you know, squishy frozen dudes out of their squishy frozen places. <laughs> not so squishy, we come to find out. No, definitely not. Back at the SGC, the infirmary, Carolyn gives Cam and Sam clean bills of health. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not, like, you know, exposed to anything. Yeah. Podman should be fine, too. I do love the name Podman. I Podman. super What is that? Is it Spoonman? What is that song from, like, the 90s that I keep thinking of? I don't know. Why aren't you in my brain? Because I'll find I'm it. thinking of Spaceman. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Podman! Uh, <laughs> um, he's very interesting. Genetically, he's actually similar to Ancients. Mm -hmm. Not completely, like, ish. Ancient-ish. He's ancient light. Ancient adjacent. Yeah. Uh, enough to run a more detailed Ancient ones removed? Yeah. <laughs> He's like a cousin. Yeah. yeah. An ancient -y cousin? Like, he can't, he probably couldn't get an ancient scholarship. No. But he's he's definitely somewhere down the line that could yeah, find yeah, ancient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 164. <laughs> yeah. He's also uh, awake. Mm -hmm. Carolyn introduces herself, uh, tells him that he's safe. He's on Earth. Cam and Sam introduce themselves, and we learn that this guy's name is Kalik. I like it. And he just wants to go home. He tells them that, you know, he took me. I was a prisoner for so long. He did experiments on me. I don't know his name. I just want to go home. Like a very quality sob story. It's so sad. In the hallway outside, Cam and Sam talk. He's clearly not an ancient. And while it wasn't near T, she couldn't have been the only ghoul who was like, hey, let me experiment on humans. Mm -hmm. And Cam is sure that Daniel will tell us why the lab more, looks more ancient -y than Gouldy because he's smart and reads ancient. Hmm. Meanwhile, hmm. Sam is going to get his home planet address and send a melp and make sure it's there. Poor Podman. Poor Podman. I have very little to say until the reveal. <laughs> Podman. Spoiler, there's a reveal <laughs> on the planet. Daniel is just hanging out in the dark mm -hmm. with glitching lights in a horror film with someone just Rigging in, which would scare the shit out of me. Sure. <laughs> Turns out the black hole's just I think a... Daniel's dead inside. Like, literally, he's dead inside, but also figuratively, <laughs> yeah. he's dead inside. He's, he's like, there's no more for me. For too long. Yeah. Nothing uh, can there's scare nothing him. you can do. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Uh, so the black hole, turns out, is just a black hole. <laughs> no big. Which is great because it does mean no Ori Supergate. Alexa, Alexa is stop. telling us about black holes. Alexa, stop. <laughs> somehow, somehow our... This portion was not sponsored Amazon by Alexa. Friends, you just tried turning her on again. Sorry. Our Amazon friend tried telling us what a black hole is. We're sorry if yours also started doing that. <laughs> what did we even say that triggered? Don't say it. I don't even Never know. Never mind. Okay, let's just keep moving. Positive side, <laughs> there's no Ori Supergate. Maybe she's just really into black holes. Maybe. Uh, but also, you know, it's not like a negative. Black holes, super fun to science. Mm hmm I mean, that's what our electronic friend was trying to tell us. Exactly. Uh, and Daniel's like, cool, cool, cool. That's cool. Um, can you, like, IT this power supply while you're here? 
can I can I get you to I'm sure you're like way beyond that and you're actually scientists and not necessarily IT people yeah I get it but can you probably do this for me yes so will you yeah <laughs> I feel like we do this at work all the time 100%. to our, the guy who literally helps design the software that yeah. we use. And I'm like, hey, can you help me fix this Windows issue that I don't know? I had him fix my phone the other day. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun. <laughs> so Teal tells Daniel that, uh, that the mansicle is not an ancient, um, but a <laughs> prisoner <laughs> and an experiment. A mansicle. I forgot I wrote that until I read my that, I'm now. impressed. It's very clever. Daniel has, meanwhile, just found notes and logs and logs and notes and boots and straps. And uh-huh. Boots and pants and boots and pants. Badger, 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 badger. <laughs> mushroom. Uh, is it mushrooms? What mushroom, say? mushroom, <laughs> snake. It's a snake. <laughs> You're welcome to mid-aughts. Yeah, memes. this portion of There's No Placing Terra was brought to you by mid-aughts early viral videos. We've already referenced Strong Bad, so. Yeah. I've, we must have quoted the end of the world a couple times. Every time I say arf. 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 <laughs> uh, in just that moment, coincidentally, he finds out something bad. Like, super bad. Like, uh-huh. leave in this moment without explanation and head back through the gate without passing go. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> he tells Landry, going, where is he? Is he under guard? Daniel should have known. It was not just an ancient lab. It was Anubis's. And that man is not a victim. He is a genetic hybrid grown there in Anubis lab. He's an Anubis clone. Whatever he's saying is a lie. The ghouls have genetic memory, as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, therefore, Mansicle knows and remembers everything Anubis did, yep. which makes him basically the son of Anubis. Son of Anubis, man. Yep. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and a son of a bitch. Yeah. So, in the briefing room, we see on... Oh, we have, an, we have a, a question from the peanut gallery. Yes. So, this black hole walks into a bar. Oh, my gosh. Let's do it. Okay. And orders a drink. Uh-huh. Bartender says, do you want some food with that? He says, no. I like to eat light. <laughs> In the I'm briefing room. I'm going to save that one. <laughs> don't laugh. It only encourages him. I can't help it. <laughs> In the briefing room, we see on the monitor that Kalik is tied down to a chair. Some precautions are being taken. According to the logs, Anubis replicated his pre-ascension DNA, combined it with some human DNA, and like shook it in a cocktail shaker, mm-hmm. and poured out a fully. Grown this is, you know, another great uh, Jurassic Park uh, in insertion of the DNA yeah. model would have been great here. Hundred percent. They really should have just ripped everything from Jurassic Life Park. Finds, finds a way. way. <laughs> Carolyn's tests show that Kalik is significantly more evolved than anyone else in this room yes uh close closer to the ancients before they ascended even sam and even sam even sam Mm. and didn't the advanced humans that near t work on have telekinesis and psych abilities like you know your former teammate jonas (laughs) remember him yeah remember jonas remember the time he existed let's not pretend that wasn't here when daniel was all ascended sad and not here we just never mention him again. No. Never talk about him again. I'm pretty sure they don't remember his existence. He's like, they thought he, they all thought he, they dreamed him. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. He was a mass hallucination. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't even talk to each other, so they just assume that they dreamt it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, it's so crazy. No one else will believe me. Yeah. So <laughs> just for funsies, mm-hmm. it seems like Anubis did this after he was partly descended. Mm-hmm. So he's either trying to make a mortal body again, even if it wasn't as advanced as he was, he, or he was trying to make like more advanced predators. We don't really know why. We just know that he did. Here's my theory. Yeah. Maybe he was lonely and needed a friend. He very well could have been. And he was the just... only friend he could think of was another him. Yeah. Because that's how self-centered he was. 100% narcissistic, mm-hmm. as every ghoul is. I mean, doesn't stop him from being lonely and sad sometimes. Ghouled arrogance. Maybe, you know, maybe Strikes it's again. just really hard to play solitaire over and over and over. And maybe if you had a buddy to play with, even if it's you, I mean, even better if it's you. I know. Be nice to have someone to play against. Maybe a game of speed would be great every you now know. and then. Things are possible. Make a few of them. Strip mm-hmm. poker. Yeah. There you go. 
Why not? Make it interesting. Although not very interesting because you know what you're looking at. But again, if you're that self-centered, who else Mm -hmm. is going to be that? Maybe you you want to choreograph a synchronized swimming routine. You need more than just you. Yeah. You need two yous. Minimum. But probably not you. Anubis is better. Yeah. This is very true. Either way, tomato, tomato. (laughs) Kalik is super dangerous. Yeah. Also... The more I say Kalik, the more I just think that it is a rejected name of some furniture piece of Ikea. Okay. <laughs> it's a Kalik. Yeah. <laughs> the Kalik shelf. Did you get it in blonde or in black? Yeah. <laughs> what do you call it? The birchwood? Yeah, yeah, the birchwood. Did you went with the birchwood? <laughs> so uh, Landry wants options. Cam suggests just putting it back where they found them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend we were never here. How about that? How about that for an option? <laughs> we, you know, there was, a, there was like a sticker. We can probably just put the sticker back. You know, like when you um, are at the grocery store and accidentally knock things over, if you're me, and so you just like pretend to put one back and then run? Uh-huh. That's what he wants to do. Basically. So I'm with Landry. I it's mean, like, they yep. risk someone else finding him on that planet. It's fine. Maybe the Antarctic pod? Oh, that's an idea. Maybe. Daniel's like, why keep him at all? Everyone looks at him weirdly. He's like, I mean, come on. It's just, you know. Yeah. Like, kill him. You know, Daniel and I, Daniel has been listening to my theory about what do you do when you see a clone of yourself in the world. You kill him. You don't think twice. You don't ask questions. You take him out. He's the darkest timeline. He is. He is ready. So, he has a point. I mean, we have no clue how powerful Advanced Kalik is. And, you know, bet anything, the only thing keeping him from ascending is that he doesn't know how yet. Mm -hmm. Or he can, and he figures out how, and then they have another Anubis on their hands. Yeah, super fun times. It's going to be too late to stop him once he ascends. And we know Daniel. Not the thing he's going to suggest lightly. Mm Mm-hmm. But look at what he is. Yeah. Look at the danger. Again, I, this uh, this whole episode reminds us that Daniel's dead inside. Yeah. Daniel, there's, there's, <laughs> like, no there's life nothing left. left. It's like, kill it. Just kill I've it. I've seen too much. Um, I think of, um, uh, what's his name in Supernatural Trench Coat? Uh-huh. Castiel. Castiel. Yeah. Like, he's seen too much. Yeah, Castiel's seen way too much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a couple episodes behind in that, but... Okay. I'm a couple seasons behind, so we're good. We're good. <laughs> Everyone has, like, feels about Daniel going, let's just kill it. Really, though? I mean, Daniel's the guy of feels, so yeah. if, it's like, if I tell you, take it out, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> we should take it out. Probably yeah. should take it out. <laughs> and Landry's like, look, I hear you, um, but for now, we have all the security on him. Landry's going to talk to Washington do in the we, meantime. Though, do we have enough security on We them? think we do. Mm. Listen. Mm-hmm. We think we do. Sure. If we believe hard enough. <laughs> there can be miracles. <laughs> so Daniel comes into the observation room looking down at Kayla. He's clearly all business with the look on his face that's not going to take any bullshit. Mm-hmm. Introduces himself. Kayla is confused. He doesn't know why he's restrained. Why is everyone fearing him? <laughs> Dino's like, drop the act, fucker. Yeah. I can read ancient, bro. Just kidding. Yeah. I love that Kalik doesn't pretend for too long. No. He doesn't insist either. He's like, okay, fine. And then <laughs> we have this great shot of Kalik slowly turning from naive, scared, confused person to the embodiment of evil. Yeah, into Hannibal Lecter himself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, I feel like Hannibal Lecter had a little more humanity than yeah. this guy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or pretended to, at least. <laughs> at least yeah. with more better pretending. Yeah. Kalik remembers Daniel from his father's memories. He's like, by the way, where's my where's my dad? Yeah. Oh, you mean your dad that I killed? Daniel's like, I'm not here to answer your questions. Mm-hmm. And Kaylee just starts fucking with Daniel's mind early. Sure. He knows everyone else wants to study him, but Daniel knows the danger he poses and wonders if Daniel has ever taken the life. Daniel's like, you want to see my checklist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he holds his ground and doesn't flinch. Uh, Kayla just continues evil monologuing sure. and remembers all the lives his dad extinguished, uh, reveals in those memories that he hasn't gotten to experience it himself yet. Mm-hmm. He's looking forward to that. Doesn't it feel good? Daniel looks almost bored. Yeah. Again, this is very Hannibal Lecter-ish mm-hmm. and, you know, Daniel is Jodie Foster. Yeah, uh, the reason I'm not leaning into this analogy more is because, as you know, I've still never seen Silence We're going to watch it. I'm going to make you watch it. And mm-hmm. I've watched it too many times this last week. <laughs> and that's why I'm going to continue to reference it. 
Um, uh, however, the one difference is that Annabelle Lecter does focus the conversations on the other person. Yeah. Whereas Son of Anubis Man is very full of All himself. Me, 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 goes on about how intoxicating it must be to have a whole galaxy of pitiful human life forms and slaves bowing before him. And I think basically turns himself on dreaming about murder. It's a little creepy. And continues to push Daniel. And the only way to stop... All of that is to take his life. And before this is over, one of them will get the pleasure of taking the other's life. And yeah, bum, bum, bum. It's, it's in an old west saloon. As <laughs> 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 they swing through the doors. Actually, they'd be out in front of the saloon. They would be. At high noon. Uh-huh. Can we do that instead? It would be way more fun. I don't know. What happens at the, episode, the end of this Can episode? Can we call the Stargate fun. saloon doors? Can we just, can we put saloon doors on the Stargate? Because <laughs> how much fun would that be to walk through? Both ways. So, in Landry's office, Daniel and him are, I'm assuming, going over the conversation that just uh-huh. happened. Um, when Wolsey comes in, which can't be a <laughs> yeah. good sign, the, apparently the International Committee that's overseeing the SGC now that it needs money uh, is really not all on board on putting Kayleigh back in stasis. Mm. Or killing him. Hmm. They want to study him. Of course. Both Landry and Daniel are like, what the actual fuck are you talking about? It, you know, it doesn't take long to what they really are trying to get to by studying yeah. him. Um, I do love that. Again, nobody in this episode really wants to lie. No. Like, they're like, okay, I'm going to pretend. Just kidding. I'm not going to pretend. I'm That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I want to learn how to stupid. ascend. Yeah. How do I do this? Yeah. The committee apparently doesn't take the SGC at their word when they say how dangerous he is. They mm. apparently think it's all hearsay evidence. Mm. Basically, like, well, you demanded that your budget not be cut in half because of how dangerous, say, the Ori are. And now, you know, since you've said that, we haven't had any way of fighting the Priors. And now sure. here's a way to fight them so you can you can see like daniel and landry trying to pick their jaws up the floor yeah of this stupidity it's they're trying to force them to work under some weird timeline expectations that they've created based on nothing based on nothing because we've never been in this situation before yeah therefore what is what does months mean yeah in in relative to keeping existence going yeah uh, sorry, that got really heady. <laughs> that got real deep. <laughs> okay. So I'm the good. committee Let's thinks that studying it. this advanced human that might be more or least as powerful as the Priors mm-hmm. may lead to a way of fighting them. And he must be the missing link between humans and Ascension. Bum, it merits bum. more research. And Daniel's like, you're all idiots. There is no... Yeah. <laughs> no! This, this is where we kill him. Uh, Daniel's gonna just lose his crap and then just kill everybody instead. Just be like, I hate all of you. I'm killing uh, Sam. Let's go. <laughs> Sam, yeah. let's. And kill. she's like, I'm on it. You're allergic to sleeves. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Wolsey passes the word that if those in command don't think they have the ability or the security to take mm-hmm. advantage of the situation, then the committee needs to reevaluate its leadership and maybe mm-hmm. its operation entirely. Yeah. Hmm. Of course. Back in the lab, Yay. SG-5 is studying things while the boys talk amongst themselves, and I guess Daniel was replaying the conversation with Kalik and Wolsey and all that to Cam and Teal'c. And- uh, I want to take a minute to point out that yeah. he calls them Wolsey and the Bean Counters, yes. and we should note that that is a great band name. It is a very good band name. Wolsey and the Bean Counters. It's, very, it's like they play like... Uh, it's accountant um, rock. They're a- <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I was yeah. actually going like, it's like retro rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> They wear their, like, brown slacks and, and white button-ups. Yeah. <laughs> like it. <laughs> I'm ready. They're actually a um, uh, Bare Naked Ladies tribute band. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Might as well make it Dave Matthews band. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, the, that's the other night. They yeah, switch back yeah, and forth. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, un- and- unintrusive. And then, you know what? Just Yacht Rock. <laughs> yeah, Just yeah. go full Yacht Rock. All the Yacht Rock. <laughs> Okay, so right. he thinks that Kalik is goading Daniel into killing him because mm-hmm. he probably thinks it's the last step to ascension or something. And if it is, then they really need to freeze him again with instructions yeah. of uh-huh. never defrost. Yeah. Basically just ignore the International Committee. Yep. And Major Altman found something to show them. It's a little self-contained unit that measures how advanced you are and they're going to rig it to be an ascendometer. How convenient. Huh? How convenient. How convenient. This little meter. 
Yeah. You think you can find it at like the grocery store to stick your finger in? No, you have to go to at least Costco. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, like the like the old blood pressure ones. Oh yeah. Yeah, or like uh, the heart rate monitor uh-huh. guy. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, can we just get one of the? It's up in the pharmacy by the CV in the CVS. Yes. Yeah. It's like how much ancient are you? And it's like, oh, <laughs> you have no ancient. <laughs> but secretly, it's monitored by the government. Yeah. Secretly, it's just it's that, but it just gives back random results to yeah. you. Yeah. Like, exactly. Knock knock. Yeah. Those were my favorite things to play with when we were little and waiting for my medications because it was always mine. And my mom would be like, stop touching things. I was like, no, don't wanna. I'm Cam. Touch all the buttons. So back in the isolation room, even though Carolyn gave him enough sedative to be out for hours, Cam stands right in front of him with a zap gun. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't trust him. Yeah. Agreed. Altman and Sam finish rigging up the ascendometer while Woolsey and Landry watch from the observation deck. <laughs> We see a display of his brain. That's the name. That's the name when it's set up at the CVS, an ascendometer. An ascendometer. Oh, 100% ascendometer. The red patches areas in his brain, um, it's all a buzz with activity. Mm -hmm. And a normal brain would only be 5 to 10%, which I love Cam's line of me being 5, Sam being 10. Yeah. Is that true? I feel like, aren't those facts fake? Listen, I have heard that number, and I'm pretty sure every single time the number's put out going, like people, no. but I don't we use a ton of our brain at different times. I'm gonna ask the people. But listen, <laughs> it is ripe for like ten different science fiction shows or movies that do the exact same. Yeah, thing. the oh, we only use five percent of our brain. Here's you know? a drug that lets you use all of it. Yeah, what was the movie with uh, Bradley Cooper? I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember it. Oh, oh, we have another comment from the peanut gallery. What percent of your brain were you using when you rode your bike without any shoes? Oh. We're gonna continue <laughs> with the podcast now. Seven. So, two. Kaylake is at 68%. And Daniel said the research figured you had to be around 90% to Mm -hmm. willfully ascend. And as they watch... I love that they have these numbers. I know! Like, Anubis has never actually done it before. This is his first... I love that this is so math-based, though. 100%. Yeah. That's how ascension works. That's how, it's that's, not at all about enlightenment and adjusting your mind. Daniel, even though literally that's the process you went through. You basically well, became a Buddhist he, he does monk. point out how that happens. Fair. Later in the episode. All right, let's move. But we all know that fa- faith is based on numbers. Faith is completely just math. It, faith is Absolutely. <laughs> Clearly. What the hell do any of us else know? We watch the percentage spike to 71% and his hmm. heart rate starts to spike. And Carolyn's going to give him more sedative, but Altman wants to check the lines first. And that's when shit hits the wall. Yay. Kalik wakes up if he was ever actually asleep in the first place. I think he which was I faking it. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure he was faking it. It explodes a computer, breaks his hands free. Pulls the Zat gun from Cam's hand with telekinesis, misses him, hits Sam and Carolyn. Yep. Cam hits him with his sidearm and he eventually falls. Yeah. And I love that Landry looks over at Woolsey going, I'm not going to say I told you so. Yeah, but I told you so. But I told you so. Mm -hmm. Woolsey, stop being dumb. Let us kill him. (laughs) Basically. Stop being dumb. Let me kill this thing. (laughs) <laughs> in the briefing room, we see Kalik is restrained again, with more gusto this time in the mm. computer screen. He is apparently healing from two Point Blake gunshot wounds very quickly, which, that's totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's super fine. Super fine. I mean, couldn't you somehow just... Couldn't you use him for parts? Like, couldn't yeah. you take his blood and, like, make healing potions out of it, I'm essentially? Sure. Yeah. Anyway, that would be my thought. I mean, that's. I would be like, hey, give me his pancreas. (laughs) Can I have that over? Yeah. I find very useful. (laughs) Uh, He apparently. um, Sam does defend Woolsey a little bit here after Landry calls him an ass and Cam says that he's just trying to embarrass the SGC. Sam's like, look, he's an idiot. Yes. But he's a straight shooter. And And that's true. He's not smarmy. No. which, Which is. Sam's had to deal with a lot of smarmy. Yeah. And she's like, hey, this is the best we've gotten so far. Like, he legitimately thinks this research will help. Mm-hmm. He may be misguided in his understanding of the danger. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, she's also like, look at the shit that we've risked in eight years. <laughs> we've done some pretty dumb stuff ourselves. We've done some really, like, the world Guys, may end stuff. remember the time <laughs> I exploded a sun? <laughs> like, I am pretty proud of it, but uh-huh. let's not pretend that yeah. wasn't 
crazy. That was absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah. And they're learning, they're actually learning a ton, Carolyn says, that, like, <laughs> even when he was shooting everyone, we were still scanning his brain. Yeah. And that's Cam's point. He's continually evolving right in front of us, and we're just sitting around watching him do it. Yeah, that's not weird. Like, we saw the telekinesis part, right? <laughs> yes. He can move things with his brain. Yeah. I mean, even Caleb is only now learning to do that. Yeah. And he's, what, 11th level? I know. Wizard? I know. I mean... Kalik is clearly like an 18th level wizard. And I mean, they're not level 12 yet because Bo hasn't had sex with anyone <laughs> All right. in like a That's couple right. weeks. So. <laughs> That's what it's going to take. It's uh, going to so be her and Yasha. Uh, the end. Maybe and Jester too. Yeah. <laughs> she may just watch. It's true. It's so Kalik is now surrounded by an electro fence force field floor mm. thing. Mm -hmm. And he wakes up to see Woolsey and Carolyn in the observation room. Mm -hmm. Woolsey just goes ahead and blatantly tells Kalik all the security. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. Because that was the next part in my notes in all caps. Yeah. Why do we have to tell him all like, of these things? Not only telling him that it's a 50,000 volts in the floor, but it's also a one-way toker shield it's, and a we'll massive see, are wave you of dopamine in with Kalik and just giving him the heads up of yeah. the things he's going to need yeah. to get through? Uh -huh. Because that's what I would do. I'd be like, hey, bro. <laughs> Here's how you get out of the hold you're in right now. Ready? Uh -huh. Here's what we've done. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh. Yep. Dummy. That's, that's a thing. Uh -huh. And he goes, thanks for the warning, Richard. Yeah. Or do you prefer Dick? And See, I'm like, listen, <laughs> I love a good Richard Dick nickname sure. joke. Yeah. Never gets old. So here's my question. I get that he's ascend ascending and he's incredibly smart yeah. and he's figuring out all of these things. But would he have picked up those cultural references? So here's the thing, and I actually have that written down as well. So okay. he can either read minds, I'm assuming <laughs> it's reading minds, mm. and I'm assuming that somehow in... Do you think he doesn't realize how funny that is? I think he's, uh, somehow, I'm assuming Woolsey is thinking about how much that's its least favorite nickname. Okay. We know I have a yeah. least favorite nickname. Fair, true. And... Because I, he's no way he would know enough about Earth culture to know that Dick is a nickname for Richard. Yeah, I think he think he stumbled into yeah. the joke. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> he doesn't even know how funny it is culturally. Sad. Um, and he, he threatens Altman again. Um, and then just, he just gives a no fuck snap. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and I'm bored now. Bye. Sleep. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do when I'm bored. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's like you're you just you shut down. Yeah, it's the it's the real reason people sleep on planes. Yeah, it's like what the heck Bored. else am I gonna do? Sam meets up with Daniel and Teal'c in the lab, and the ascendometer says that Kaylake is actually at eighty percent now. He shot up five more percent after he was shot. Hmm. Daniel, <laughs> don't keep shooting him. No, Daniel's <laughs> actually figured out that like yeah, the more we hurt him, like. The more it helps him ascend. You know, it's that old saying, what doesn't kill you makes you ascended. Ascending. <laughs> uh, Sam always thought that there was a spiritual part of ascending. Like, you had to be a good person. <laughs> Feels like, yeah, when there's an ancient helping you. Yeah, if you're cheating all the rules, I look guess. Look at the ori. Like, yeah. There's no, like, rules They're to it. They're clearly a bunch of jerks. Yeah. yeah. The, the, yeah. It's all cultural The ancients rules. have only made things harder for themselves by being good. It's yeah. like, look, just hand it out to everybody, clearly. Like, it, it's worked so well for the Ori. Yeah. God. <laughs> Daniel wonders if there's, like, a grand cosmic balance, like, good and evil have to exist, like the Jedi and okay, the Sith. Okay, again, yeah. <laughs> the Star Wars references yeah. are rife in this episode. So many. So many. <laughs> So Sam has an idea to run a simulation based on the brain scan data they have to see if this is really going where they think we're going, mm -hmm. which makes no sense to do in the context of this episode. We should have just killed them. Should have just, <laughs> just, just killed them. The now. episode should have been like 10 minutes long. Yeah. Anubis stopped before he succeeded. So You just kill him early, and then it becomes a musical episode where Daniel is the hero, and there's a lot of dancing through the gate. Listen, you know I'm down for that. <laughs> you know I'm down yeah. for that. I'm like here it. for a musical episode of Stargate. Mm -hmm. It worked for Buffy. I mean, imagine them like climbing the gate and using it as a prop. I'm for it. <laughs> just singing in the rain? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm dead. Well, we know <laughs> that there's the, the doorway way up top because yeah. they lowered the stargate down. So if you open that up, uh-huh. then you can pour Drop rain down there it, and have yeah. a full flash dash moment. Oh, yes. I like the it. stargate. Uh-huh. Or you do like a really cool move where you're half in the gate and half out and it's yeah. just like legs moving. Uh-huh. Okay. That's all. I'm done. Just use it as a curtain? Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Yep. Yeah. Uh... Anyways, they're going to try to find a timeline, like extrapolate a timeline from the data they have. Sure. Because it's Sam and she's like, I have to, you know, rig something. I got to do some math. I need a math. Mm-hmm. Back in the observation room watching Kayla. Like, she's Landry. got an extrapolation problem. She does. <laughs> she can't stop extrapolating. <laughs> <laughs> makes it sound really gross. So Landry just flat out tells Woolsey that he's thinking about kicking the International Committee out of the SGC. Mm-hmm. Woolsey reminds him of the money. And also, look, we're fine. He's plateaued. The Kalik is plateaued. Like Why would we think that? Why? Bad. Why would we be comfortable with that thought? And in the background, Carolyn's just eye-rolling so hard. Uh-huh. Going, that's probably my doing, asshole. Idiots. <sighs> All of this concerns Woolsey. Um... You know, mm-hmm. yeah, he read my mind. That's concerning. But, yep. you know, there's dozens of priors out there with the same abilities. And right now, look, the situation's all under control. Why would you say that? Because that's how you jinx it. And Landry really hopes. It's like coming into work and being like, it's quiet today. Uh-huh, don't it's do like, that. stop that. You Never go talk outside to... and then throw salt over your shoulder and then turn around uh-huh. three times. And... Yep. Never use that word in the emergency room. There you go. Never use it. In like... the newsroom either. It's like saying the name of the Scottish play in a theater. Just don't. Don't do things. Uh, Landry really hopes that Woolsey realizes the danger before it's not too late. And Mm -hmm. we zoom in to Felix melting the spot in his IV tube, Uh stopping the snoozing drugs. Yep. The the tie-tie drugs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Landry calls Woolsey into his office. It's done. He's pulling the plug. He'll deal with the loss of money from the International Committee. He's done with this bullshit. Yep. Good for you. Woolsey tries to do the same spiel he's already done in this episode 500 times about Mm -hmm. how much they can learn to fight the priors. Nope. Not going to let Landry stand in the way. Landry's like, you forget who runs this place. He's having Kalik transferred back to the state. Sorry, (laughs) you said who runs things, and so I had to go with girls because it's a Beyonce (laughs) song. The end. Yeah. And I needed you to hear my joke because I'm proud of it. Sam and (laughs) Carolyn actually run. They kind of do. They, they, you know what I mean? Okay. Regardless of the consequences to this command, he's going to do it his way. And he mm. gestures to the door and then calls him a putz after he leaves. <laughs> Which is just a quality insult. Yeah. I like schmuck, too. Schmuck is good. Mm-hmm. Sam has her simulation done, and they figured out uh, where he should be on the Ascendo chart. <laughs> I do love, I love her bar chart. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know that that's the right use of a bar nope. chart. Nope, but it looks cool. It should be a line chart. Uh, you know. Okay, I'm done. And if it means what Daniel thinks it means, they should report it to Landry. Um, but there's a thing that Daniel wants to do first. Hmm. Mm-mm. Cam tries to tell Kalik who's in charge here. Mm, don't do I am that. the captain. Mm-hmm. And they handcuff and chain him. Like that's going to do anything. Oh. Again, they didn't they clearly didn't watch the signs of the lamps either. Because you can't you can't keep a crazy evil person down like that. No. You're gonna lose there's gonna Especially be casualties. Especially one who has literal brain power. Mm-hmm. They have an incoming gate. Landry goes to check on it while Cam continues securing Kalik. The rest of SG-1 comes through and is like, you should absolutely not take him back to that planet. Don't don't do that. Pretty sure he was banking on that. Mm -hmm. He's just going to power up. Landry's like, Cam, can you like put him back where you found him? (laughs) Sam explains that the reason his advancement is plateaued is because he isn't because of the dopamine inhibitor. Mm -hmm. It's because he like... As Kalik is strapped down, we can actually see he can now has super hearing. Can sure, hear Daniel, of course, yeah. Explain to Landry that he needs more treatments in the DNA manipulation. He sh- needs to juice chair. up. Yeah. 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 He needs some more roids. <laughs> and Cam and the SFs leave the room, turn the electricity back on and the force field back on. And when Kalik hears that they're absolutely not going to send him back to the planet... He's had enough playing with the local wildlife. Oh, boy. He focuses, pulls the two SFs 
through the one-way force field. Kalik attack. Onto the electric floor, which can't feel good if no. they can fear anything at all anymore. No. They're done, right? They're, oh, yeah, they're no, died to they're death. They're toast. Yeah. Like, literal Jeez. toast. Yeah. Aww. And Kalik breaks crispy. free. Wolsey's like, oh, shit. This is bad. Bad. Mm-hmm. He rips off his IVs, throws Cam through the door out cold. Yeah. And he gets up to leave, throws two more SFs against the wall unconscious, and just tells Wolsey, after he turns the force field off with his brain, I can kill you with my brain. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Sorry, Firefly reference. It's fighting uh, time. That things are no longer in control, mm. dick. Which, again, <laughs> doesn't get old. So Sam and Daniel run over to the hallway where they're already helping Cam and the others out. Cam's like, I'm good. I'm fine. It's just- like. You have a massive concussion. It's I'm fine. fine. It's fine. I've always seen double. Which way's the gate? Yeah. <laughs> um, figuring Kalik would head to the gate room, Daniel has to, you know, direct him because brain hurt. Yeah. Lots of running, lots of security, lots of guns, heavy doors closing to try to stop him along it's the way. It's rampage time. Yeah. Full emergency contingent mm-hmm. is in position, Walter tells us. Him and Landry watch through security cameras in the control room, alerting people to where Kalik is. And when Kalik runs across a line of armed men and they open fire with hundreds of rounds, he just stops them in the Matrix. Well, and he well sure. I only mean, walks up and force pushes them There's away. no rules when you're ascended. I mean, that's the best part of writing it this way. It's like everything's yeah. game. 100%. Let's do that. I'm surprised he hasn't set fire to things. Well, he hasn't learned those spells yet. That's fair. He's not an evocation <laughs> wizard. Yeah. <laughs> And then he figures out which convenient in this one hallway lines are all of the main power to the mm-hmm. SGC. <laughs> he found the fuse box. Found the fuse box and pulls that so they're not auxiliary mm-hmm. power. Yeah. And in the dark, Kalik heads to a corner door that he opens with his mind. Well, yes. He, he's, he's under, he understands Star Wars now. Yep. So he's going full Vader. Yep. <laughs> and he then creeps up, creeps up on Teal'c's team from behind. Teal'c sees him too late, and then he uses Teal'c as an improvised weapon to take out the other two. <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. When the rest of the team arrive, they help Teal'c up. He's fine, but yeah. Sam's like, yeah, can we get can we get a medical team for the other two that Teal'c landed on? Because yeah, that's going to hurt bad. They're probably unconscious. Mm-hmm. They continue following him, figuring he's in the emergency tube, and the team waiting for him on the other side of that emergency tube just... I mean, we hear a lot of screams and gunfire. Yeah, it, it again, it's it's the end of Rogue One. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, he's just mowing them down. Yeah, yeah, left and right. It's not good. Uh, the gate room opens and closes as Kalik comes in, still cools a cucumber, sealing mm-hmm. the door so Walter can't even open him. <laughs> Kalik then just with his brain takes over Walter's computer and dials the Stargate. Cool. This is fine. Outside the gate room, we see Cam with his key card just going zip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think it's broken. Try it again. Zip. Does this thing? Yeah. He's like, wait, wait do it I down. insert it or do I slide it? Yeah. Is it is it a chip reader? It's not reading it. It still says insert card. So the gate kawooshes, and Kalik just tells them that they should have killed him when they had the chance. No shit, Sherlock. I mean, that is a great last line. Yeah. Yeah. And he walks through the Stargate. Mm -hmm. And they're still locked out of the system when the gate starts back up again a moment later. Sam yells down to Cameron, which I found interesting calling him Cameron. Yeah. Well, she's she's in freakout mode. She is. So she calls people by their full first name. Yeah. Uh, But the electronic locks on the door are unlocked now, so you just have to pry open the thing. And Cam's like, yeah, okay, let me pry open the gate. Hang on, that's super easy to do. Let me get Teal'c with his giant crowbar Oversized and giant muscles. crowbar, yeah. Is it crowbar as tall as he is? Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, Rosie is going to need that crowbar. <laughs> I'm surprised she hasn't already found A it. reach crowbar, if you will. <laughs> A reach crowbar. Yeah, yeah. Five foot reach crowbar. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel leaves the control room. Uh, they can't close the iris. He has a plan. Mm-hmm. Kalik comes back through the gate, confused. Cam comes in, fires a few rounds, and Kalik stops them. But then he looks down. Hmm. And we see him bleeding out. Yay. Daniel's on the other side of the ramp. Uh Uh-huh. Kalik didn't see him to stop those bullets. I really wish Daniel had done, like, some sort of celebration dance right here. No. The Daniel bamboozle. 
Like the, that's what we call the dance. The He's Daniel far Bamboo too thing. emo at this moment yeah, for that's that. That's fair. Okay. Cam does tell him nice shot. <laughs> and we get one fantastic visual of both Cam and Daniel marching up the ramp, yes. firing together until they're out of bullets, each one hitting Kalik until he falls to the Murder bros. Murder bros. <laughs> Murder hobos. Yeah. And, you know, this is a shot we don't see very often. How little space there is behind the Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's it's weird. It's weird feng shui to have it right in the middle. Yeah. So you kind of have to push it back. Well, I mean, you have to worry about the kawoosh in the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We forget, like, the kawoosh does go backwards. Yeah, right? you don't have a they lot of real just estate. just enough space. They measured mm-hmm. how much of yeah. negative kawoosh yeah. there is. I mean, they thought about putting a desk back there, but they're like, I just would be so inconvenient to have yeah. to roll it out every time yeah. someone's got to go through the gate yep. and you go back. So, yeah. And there used to be a snack station. Oh, <laughs> snack station. I mean, the first thing I would want when I come back through the gate is probably snacks. Oh, yeah, some protein. Yeah. Yeah. They should just put like a little vending machine in on like yeah. on the at the end of the ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's spicy Cheetos. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Sam's like, oh, by the way, I rigged the call forwarding to just dial back here. I didn't have a chance to tell you, Landry, and also I didn't want him to hear that also, I was doing it. Also, it's probably better smart. that I didn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I could have written it down for you. Hmm. Uh, you know. Hmm. At that point, you just let Sam do what Sam does. This is true. Sam is so good. <laughs> yeah. And at some point later, Woolsey approaches Daniel at the elevator. He wants to know Daniel. He wants Daniel to know that the men who died are going to be well taken care of. He's going to see to it personally. Their families want for nothing. This and is basically the speech where Woolsey goes, hey, I'm not a complete jerk face. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Daniel's like, you're a little jerk face. Yeah. Daniel admits to him that, look, I understand why you stood your ground, um, but no, I'm never going to forgive you for it mm-hmm. doesn't mean we don't want the same thing and Wolsey admits to Daniel that he was right about the risks and Daniel gets in the elevator and he admits that he wishes he had been wrong yeah. about the risks and as the door closes Wolsey said to himself me too and then he cries and then he cries a lot yeah because he's a big dummy singing Sarah McLaughlin yeah <laughs> he sings all by myself because he was really hoping to make friends he with the really SG team and they all think he's a jerk yep the end um this was a wild ride it was a crazy ride it was fun i don't know how all of this is gonna wrap up together i don't either but i also like to think the the beginning of this they were trying to set this up to be like a moral quandary question and we're just like no you no, fucking kill him yeah just kill him is it just an episode to show us that daniel's dead inside Maybe Did we need an episode to know that? Uh, maybe in case we forgot. That's true. You know, like, oh, you know, Daniel's always the moral compass of the group and this and that. And like, no, don't yeah. forget. Like three Daniel seasons ago inside. he was. Like well, pre-ascension so. he was. So really what you're telling me is they don't have a moral compass. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be Sam. I mean. Like none of them are amoral. No, none of them are amoral. It's, it's just, just none of them make that their first priority. It's just this is this is a fantastic episode to go, look where Daniel was season one. Yeah. And now look where Daniel is now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is a, it is a great yeah. show of how far we've come. He's like, no. Look let's... at what we've done to Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this episode is. <laughs> yeah. We broke Daniel. We broke Daniel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sad. Let's what end What happens it. with all the experience he has while he's out? Yeah. yeah. He's like, I no longer see the world as shiny. Yeah. <laughs> Kill the threat. Yeah. Kill always. the beast. Yeah. He's basically the villagers in a, a little now. bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he can't unsee what he's seen. But in this case, uh, the beast has no redeeming qualities. I'm surprised he hasn't started drinking more. He probably does that off screen. Yeah, that's fair. There's, uh, there's probably a flask in his <laughs> it pocket. Forced him to sober up. For he an has mission. an entire drawer in his desk that's just booze. Yeah, I like it. What do you think's his drink of choice? His drink of choice. I mean, because he here's the thing. He's not like dude enough to just be a scotch drinker. Listen, I'm He's always not. going to wish someone was you. I know, but let's make it clear. No, I'm thinking He's he, a little, he it's like, like something weird like kava. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's yeah, yeah, something, yeah. even when it's a just straight drink, it's like a little nerdy. It's a little erudite. It's yeah, a little... Uh, definitely erudite. Um, what's the word that I'm losing? 
pretentious. It's, some, it's something that he first tried in some desert on some archaeological. He's drinking dig. like mezcal. It's just straight mezcal. <laughs> All right. Wow. What what's up for next week? Next week is Atlantis. The episode Aurora Borealis. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Aurora Borealis. <laughs> we just watched this guy's Sleeping. all episode totally. over Atlantis. It's basically some girl who's way too young who somehow <laughs> spins and pokes her finger. Oh, that too. Yeah. And then there's a dragon. Spinning wheel. <laughs> and the dragon actually. Listen, I have out. a whole new affection for that since I've started spinning wool. <laughs> I like it. Um, this episode was fun. I don't know where the heck we're going with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we're going. Are we going towards the Ori? Are the Ori and Anubis going to team up? What's happening? What yeah. is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's early in the season yet. I mean, we're halfway through the season. It's early <laughs> in the season yet. <laughs> not ready for it to be over. Um, all we, right. We do. We may have coming up. I have to double check. I know we have a two-parter of SG-1 coming up. Um, so we have to see, bear with us again. We try to keep those two parters together. So there might be a little rearranging with our schedule. Thanks for rolling with the punches. It's getting real punchy over here. Rolling with punches. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll see you guys next week with Atlantis and Aurora Borealis. Uh Um, until then, find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find us Woo! on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Woo! Email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Rate us, like us, review us, where you ever get the worst podcast down. Thank you for Woo! our peanut gallery today. <laughs> it was fun to have people here. Uh, we love you guys. See you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.